That looks great. That looks grand. Why did I bust out singing? No. No? No. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't want to. In every episode, we will be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that their reluctancy comes in. We are your hosts. I am Scott, of course, and joining me as always, he just got back killing it at a party with all of Usopp's sick party tricks. It's my boy, Zachary Attackery. <laughs> How are you doing today, bud? Dude, I'm doing freaking swell, man. I got these I got these party tricks on lock. I hear you were a big hit at that party. Yeah, dude. Mr. Satan was there. He loved the parlor tricks. <laughs> it's all it's all parlor tricks, brother. It's all parlor tricks, brother. Hey, brother, you 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 get these good at a party, but in a fight that useless, brother. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm I'm good, man. Uh yeah, man. I I I'm having a blast with with this batch of episodes. How are you doing? I am doing I'm doing okay. You know what? I full transparency with the listeners. My my back has been acting up to me today. Acting up, acting up to me. I don't even know what that means. Uh my back hurts and I'm kind of a grumpy, but we're going to get through this. Aww, we're going to get through this. Scott, everybody. We'll be all right. Aww. Yeah, don't give me your fake sympathy, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're talking One Piece, of course. Uh, Zach has watched, what, five more episodes, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, are doing episodes 116 through 120. This is some, some battle-heavy episodes here. Dude, you're not fucking lying. We, we, we uh, get this, the fights. This batches. A lot of fun. Yeah. I I this is this is one of my favorite things, not only in One Piece specifically, but I guess in in any anime where you have like any kind of group and it's like they each split off to like have their own fight against the bad guys. It's 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 always so good. I love it so much. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong, dude. Um I in fact in I mean I'll I'm sure I'll say it. I'll I'll express my thought fully a little bit later in the episode, but yeah, the way that this was set up, I I know that the people breaking off and doing their own one on one fights is is common in an anime, mm-hmm. but I think this has layers to it, and yes. it's so good. Yeah, uh, yeah. This this whole, I mean, it's it's night and day from last batch. Yeah, listen. I, like, I had fun with Last Batch, but like, I just didn't like the fights specifically. Yeah, I mean, when it's the the I, was there really only the one last time, right? Between yes, Chopper. Yeah. It was it was like a duo battle, but it was really only one fight with Chopper and Usopp versus Miss Merry Christmas and Mister Four. Yeah, but yeah, this is like a series of one on ones. Like, yeah, like I said, I I always love when when animes do this. But you're right, this one is is very well done the way it does it. I think of like Yu Yu Hakusho does it several times, and it's it's just it's always like oh yeah, who's gonna fight who? This what is this matchup? It's it's always really really fun. Yeah, um, I agree completely, for sure. Well, uh, yeah, let's let's dive in here. Episode, let's fucking jump into this. Let's shit, fucking man. jump in one sixteen, right? One sixteen. Okay, so 
where we last left off, our boys Sanji and Bon Clay were, were, were getting down, right? Uh, so we pick right back up there. Um, Sanji and Bon Clay are going at it, and uh, Sanji can't deal with him transforming into Nami because yeah. he's a fucking simp. It was basically the very the last thing we saw between these two was Bon Clay figuring out, oh, if I just change into Nami, this guy's fucked, basically. Exactly. Sanji says something to the extent of like, like I can see past your faces. Right. Like a person is is their soul, and then he changes into Nami, and he's like a fucking simp, just dude. Full on hard eyes, just literally singing. The dude just cannot handle it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's so, very funny. Uh, their fight ensues, and Bon Clay has this. I don't know if it's amazing or if it's fucking disgusting. But he has this attack called Mascara Boomerang. Hell yeah. And he peels off his fake eyelashes and flings them like little mini boomerangs. It's so disturbing. I hate it. It works. It's effective. It like slices Sanji up. Yeah, and it makes a gross noise when he peels them off. They're like... Yeah. It's so gross. Dude, Bon Clay... So fucking great. I love this. <laughs> yeah, he, so much. He is pretty fucking great. He's the best. Uh, so meanwhile, they're about to blow up the royal palace, and uh, the soldiers defending it are freaking out because they're, they're giving the orders. They all figure out, like, oh, shit, like, Vivi and Chaka plan to blow up the palace. What the fuck? Oh, shit, this is scary. Um, right. We get a very interesting exchange where Chaka says something to... Vivi about her growing into a, a very beautiful woman. Uh, and, like, that's it? Like, yeah. yeah I, I was like, if that is, my, was... is my guy making a fucking move here? Nah, I wonder if that was translation wonkiness. Because I think he's just more saying, like, hey, you've grown into, like, He's like, well, an you adult. have tits now. Like, no, I don't think that's what Chaka was I'm pretty was sure that's what he said verbatim, that's dude. That's definitely verbatim word for what he says. No, I, my guess is he was just more just trying to, like, hey, you're making this big decision, this big call to blow up the palace. You're, like... You're like grown, all grown up. You're you're like a true leader now. You're you're really showing, um, you're being a leader, being a princess. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Um, I but just, I did I, find that strange. You're right. I, I saw yeah. that line and I was like, mm, that's a little odd. <laughs> yeah, Chaka, like, hey, you're you, fucking hot now. <laughs> what, what are you doing, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so we get a really good scene where Chopper is checking on Usopp. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's telling him all the bad shit uh, that's, like, the matter with him. Uh, and, like, Usopp's like, fuck. Like, you know, like, he has, like, internal bleeding. He's lost a lot of blood. His fucking skull is fractured. Like, mm-hmm. all this shit. And, and Chopper's just laying it on him with all the things he's got wrong As he, like, him. frantically tries to, like, fix him. Yeah. And, and Usopp's like, dude, I'm fucking dead. And then and uh, Chopper's like, nah, man, you're, you're fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Just fucking ignore everything i just said um so zoro is still looking for mr one and miss double finger uh but they are uh still chasing nami mm-hmm. uh we learned that mr one has eaten the dice dice fruit um and i i haven't said this in a long time but like i because i've just accepted it but like these names though dude <laughs> It's just so corny, like 
Nah, I've gotten, I've grown into the show enough to where like it's corny and I love it. But like sometimes I just have to be like, damn, dude, really? Would you prefer it was like the blade blade fruit? Why does it have to be something said twice? Why can't it be like that's the blade just fruit? The, that's just the naming convention. That's that's yeah, how well, it is. That's what I'm saying is that it's 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 corny. The blade fruit sounds cool as fuck. <laughs> the blade fruit. <laughs> that sounds like it would be very painful to eat. Listen, I I I like the fact that it's, you know, it really hammers home like what it is. No, it's not the blade fruit. It's the blade blade fruit. Well, it's, see, it's not even that's that. That's right. It's, it's the, the dice dice. Dice dice. That sounds Does he wait, turn into it, fucking dice? No, that's the thing. If it was just one singular dice, you would think that. But it's if it's dice dice, it's like, oh no, he's dicing somebody else. Or it could just be blade fruit. Cause that's cool. Or it could be Hawkblade, but he's in our Harry Potter series. <laughs> Who's Hawkblade? You know who Hawkblade is. Don't play dumb with me. Well, what? I'll remind I'll remind you when we record later. I think I have a note about Hawkblade. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm so confused. <laughs> Just move past it. Shit, man. Okay. All right. Um, okay, yeah. So his his forearms are basically swords. Um not sure. Yeah, okay. So this obviously got answered for me, but my note says uh, I'm not sure if this can happen on other parts of his body at the moment, but uh that is pretty that is pretty cool cuz he's got like forearm blades uh like almost like the way you would hold like a police baton. Yeah. And where the baton is at or like a is the blade. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, like you said, this gets answered later. His whole body can become a blade. He's basically a blade if he wants it to be. I bet he's a fan with the ladies. Hey-oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Mr. One hits Zoro with the, uh, it's you, isn't it? The man who cut down 100 men at Whiskey Peak. And I'm like, hell yeah, my boy. Dude, that fight at Whiskey Peak was so good. It's so fucking rad, dude. Zoro's such a baller. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm getting hype because it has been very apparent, uh, that Zoro and Mr. One are about to square off. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking go. And I wrote that note and then it doesn't even happen this episode. <laughs> no, <Nope>. happens <laughs> what? A couple episodes later, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, the hype was still there. Right, right, right. Okay. So Sanji has apparently seen through Bon Clay's, uh, thing, right? Apparently he can't attack while he's in somebody else's like disguise body right because he needs his his own original trained right body to be able to do all his attacks basically yeah um he says uh so what and puts his he literally says so what it's very funny Mm -hmm. um i just thought it sounded like a seven-year-old like fucking (laughs) like like having an argument with somebody else yeah so what i'm rubber you are glue man exactly um so he takes the swans that are on his shoulders off and puts them on his feet um like i love it but also it's it's just it's so like these character designs are so strange sometimes it's so good it's so perfect for bond clay it is is. like that's what i'm saying like i love it but it's just like 
there's actually a character where this makes sense. Yeah, it's so exactly. ridiculous. Doesn't he make sure to give Sanji the information of like the one on your left is the female and the one on the right is a male? Yes. By just by the way, and Sanji's like, I don't fucking give a shit. Yeah, it's it's very very funny. <laughs> He's the um, best. But anyway, uh, apparently that the tip of their beak is like extremely sharp and they can pierce through basically anything. Yeah, they're basically like super powering up his his kicks. Right. Um okay, so whatever battle starts, you know, happening again. Uh he seems to be fucking up Sanji. Uh and San- Sanji finally evades and they trade some good blows. Uh Sanji realizes that Bl- Bon Clay's recovery is slower because his leg reach is so much longer. Mm-hmm. Uh so he ends up fucking his shit up. Yeah. Uh, bon Clay is wrecked and tells Sanji to deal the final killing blow. And Sanji sticks his hand out to shake Bon Clay's hand and says, There's nothing more to say. It was a good fight. Hell yeah, Sanji. Dude, Sanji's cool. I liked that. I yeah. liked that ending. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was good. And then, and then he and knocks then, him unconscious. <laughs> yeah, he knocks him unconscious. But before that, uh, fucking Bon Clay's, like, he, like, cries. He's like, yeah. Oh, like, like, Something about like making a friend in battle. Right. Or this something is like, that. like true friendship forged yeah. in the fires of combat or yeah, some shit like it's that. It's very, very good. Yeah. Um, so the guards are about to blow out the or blow up the castle. And uh they've got explosives rigged. They're holding their torches, just waiting for Vivi's order. Right as Vivi gives them the order to light the fuse, a sandstorm blows the fire out. Oh, who could that be? Oh, shit. Shit, a sandstorm. How? What inconvenient timing. Yeah, no kidding, man. Right before the episode ends, Crocodile tells Vivi that Luffy, the puny rookie, is dead. Yeah. Um, nice nice entrance by my boy Croc. Yeah, man. Just like- he, he's got better entrances than our boy Snape. He's got real good entrances. He's just sitting on top of the <laughs> castle like a baller. With Miss All Sunday with him, just like, yeah, we're fucking cool as shit, and we own you assholes, and there's pretty much nothing you can do about it. Yeah, this whole, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, but I'm, I'm so confused and interested in Miss All Sunday. Like, yeah. w- what the fuck's going on there? Yeah. What, yeah. Tell me her name again. Nico Robin. What is it? Nico Robin. Nico. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, very interested in her. Yeah. Okay. So that's the end of that episode. Um, so Vivi refuses to believe that Luffy's dead. Uh, she's throwing a fit about it. She's crying and screaming, and she's like, there's no way. There's no way that Luffy's dead, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And we flash back to Nami, and she's still on the run from a stubble finger. And we get a, a quick, like, mini flashback to a time where she was on the ship, uh, with the squad, and she's telling Usopp that she wants a weapon to become more powerful. She kind of relates to Usopp because she's kind of acknowledging the fact that, like, next to these people, like, they're so strong, they're so powerful, you know, like, we, we have to rely on, like, our brains and on weapons to help us kind of, like, close that gap. Right, right. So, I knew where this was going. I didn't know what the weapon was, right? I was, when, it, when I saw this flashback, I was like, okay, Nami's not going to get saved. She's going to fight. Now, I had a very split feeling, and I, and I want to get a chance to air this out. Okay. 
So I love Nami. I mean, it's no secret Nami's one of my favorite characters in this show, mm-hmm. and I want her to do badass shit always mm-hmm. uh, because I love her. Yes, of course. However, Nami's never done badass shit like this, like combat, ever. Uh, and... I felt like it was very strange that now would be the time when she's fighting the second most powerful woman in the Baroque works, like, rankings. I can understand where you're coming from. Because I was like, so, and in my head, I was like, okay, maybe she just fights long enough to, like, stay alive till somebody rescues her. Obviously, that is not mm-hmm. the case. Right. Um. <sighs> It just seems like she just got an ultra power-up. Like, I mean, just night and day. Okay, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. I was going to ask you if you expected Nami to get, like, a big fight here. If, if ever, like, during this setup, like, in previous episodes or whatever, like, leading into this Alabasta, did you think that... Nami was going to get like a big fight moment. Well, so I think I think I've always kind of expected that. Like I I I I, mean, I think I, you've asked about that before. Like even I with have. Arlong you were like I I wanted her to do something. Right. And so well, I'm, and, I'm and even then, even then I didn't even necessarily mean like go be a badass. I right. just meant like having like have an emotional showing of like action, right? Like you know, even if it was a matter of her, like, attempting to do something. Sure. Even though she can't, right? Um, well, against Arlong, she basically did. You know, she was ready and willing to die. She, like, asked all the villagers, like, hey, guys, will you die with me? But then Luffy basically came back in and, you know, did everything sure. for her. Right. I no, guess. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is... Like, you you always, not always, but you have before wanted Nami to, like, be more active and involved in doing things like this. And now that she's done it, you're like, mm, I don't buy it. Well, I think I think the problem is, is... Just who her know, opponent was? Who Yes, that that's okay. exactly what it was. Like, the, the level of incompetency with the new weapon... Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> And then just, like, mastering, like, being an actual master with it, just so sudden. Or, I, and then see, you might, and then, so, he, hold on, let me finish this thought. Okay. Now, you might even be like, well, she's not really mastered it, and no. there's a lot more that it can do, which, which I can believe, and I'm sure. okay with that. Right. So, this weapon is that strong of a power-up that even an unmastered, like, showing out with this fucking weapon, not knowing how to use it using it halfway correctly can win against this chick who's supposed to be that fucking badass. Sure. I I totally accept and know where you're coming through coming from. I would just like to state for the record a couple things. A, we see a ton of times throughout this fight that Miss Doublefinger like does not view Nami as a threat at all and is like being a total arrogant dumbass and like totally playing with her food. Like, sure, she is a cat batting around a mouse, just like letting it live for way longer than it possibly should. Uh, look, I, I, I know that, right? I, yes, I, okay. Listen, I, I know. I, 
I understand still what you're coming from. I just wanted to stay for the record. So she is being totally arrogant and lets her guard down a ton of times, which maybe you can make the argument of like, she's like an experienced assassin. Why is she doing that? Okay, fine. She's an idiot. What do you want? Secondly, Nami is extremely intelligent and clever. She, don't forget, she survived on her own as a thief stealing from pirates as a fucking child for like eight years. So she is exceedingly clever and smart in like just getting in and out of sticky situations. So I think her kind of just ability to not necessarily master this weapon, but do enough to get her through this fight is just a testament to her ability in that way. That she's just, you know, she has inexperience with this weapon. She doesn't fully know what she's doing, but she pulls off enough like tricky shit with her own like just sneakiness and slipperiness and intelligence to get her all the way through the fight. And then, you know, hey, one big super attack from the weapon that she didn't even really expect. She got a little lucky to, you know, fucking takes her out. That's, yes, all of this checks out. Uh, The part that doesn't check out is that apparently Nami has the same fucking HP gauge that, like, Zoro does. (laughs) Because she takes some fucking hits, dude. And she is not a combatant. Like, she's not... I don't know. She she definitely does not take as many hits as Zoro I know. That was a joke. I mean, that, that was an exaggeration. But, like, she gets fucked up. She gets, like, stabbed through the leg one time real good. She gets stabbed through the shoulder as well. Through the shoulder... That's about it, though. I think she takes more than one stabbing in the leg and or foot area. And she gets I, sliced up pretty good, too. I really only remember the leg and the shoulder one, but you could be right. Uh, but yeah, she, she, Zoro fucking takes some damage. That's, that's not even yeah, close. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, listen, I don't fully disagree with what you're trying to say is that, listen, Miss uh, Doublefinger should have done better but i think this is just that she totally underestimated nami um she was being way too arrogant about it and nami like i said she fucking this is not her first hey i have to get out of a sticky situation against a pirate or you know not technically a pirate but someone who is better and more powerful than i am sure sure okay so i have to i i and uh, I have to clarify. I don't hate it. Sure. Okay? Um, had had we had any inkling of actually, you know what? Hold on. Well, I'm gonna finish this thought. Had we had any inkling of she? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like go back like 30 episodes, mm-hmm. and we had like seen her like had that conversation and maybe like training, right? Sure. Like actually trying to be good, like at fighting. Mm-hmm. trying to learn i could buy it a little bit more just a little bit okay and then even even if oda or the anime writers uh wanted to not give us that and still have this be a big reveal in the flashback they could have done a very short montage of her training with it sure you know like it's like it, it, it was just very strange that like 
she was reading the instructions during the fight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it was funny, and I liked yeah. it for the gag that it was. Yes. Uh, I thought the stakes were a lot higher for for something like that to be happening. Though. That's fair. Um, I mean, to your point about the training, something like that could have happened. But, I mean, also bear in mind, Nami's not like a total scrub when it comes to combat. We've seen her beat the shit out of just normals, not like any, you know... Named no, you're right. Characters. You're right. You're right. Like she beat she beat the shit out of some buggy goons and like the navy guys and uh, who else was I thinking of? Um, she, she beat the shit, the shit out of that little kid. She beat the shit out of that <laughs> with Arlong. Kid. Yeah, Arlong's park. <laughs> no, there was one other I was thinking of. Uh, oh, she. You know, she got off a good attack on. Um, after they broke out of the jizz statue, uh, she did like that double team attack against Miss uh, Valentine too. With Vivi, yeah, yeah, you're so, right. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying a little bit of like, hey, I've also been like training and working on this wouldn't have helped, but also again, Nami is no scrub. She's not a combatant per se, but she can throw down if needed. Well, apparently, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's fucking let's fucking keep this thing rolling here. So. Usopp makes this uh, this new fucking weapon for her. Miss um, Doublefinger finds Nami and shoots a spike through the wall. Uh, this is the first time that we see Miss Doublefinger's, uh, I guess, attack style, right? right? Or like what her devil fruit is. Her devil fruit, yeah, her power. It was, I was like, what in the fuck was that? Yeah. Uh, some of these attacks, dude, just never cease to, like, you can do anything in this there world. There is one in particular that I forgot about that, man, Oda went there. Uh, yeah. It's coming yeah. up. Yeah. We'll get to it, I'm sure. Yeah. So her her devil fruit is that she can, I, I don't know if it's project, I mean. She can turn any part of her body she wants to into spikes. It's basically spikes. it's basically like Mr. One's power except spikes instead of blades. Right, exactly. So this thing that like the spear thing that came through the wall was her like basically like just shooting a spike straight through the wall is like a mm-hmm. very clean hole punched through the wall and it went right through Nami's shoulder. Right. Uh it, it fucks Nami up. Nami stands and is ready to fight with her new weapon. It's called the Klima Tact. Climate Tact. Climate Tact. Mm-hmm. Like climate. Because it has to do with the weather. Right. That makes sense. I just, I thought they were pronouncing it Klima, but. Mm. Well, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to stick with my notes. So. This climate tact uh, thing seems like it's going to be cool, but it actually sucks. <laughs> it just keeps doing magic tricks. Yeah, it's so good. It's very lame. And my note at the time was I, I wanted Nami to be able to do something, like to yeah. make a stand. I, I would have liked, liked this whole thing better had she made a stand but still got her ass kicked and then been saved. Like, like to see her go through the progression of, like, having to get better at fighting, right? But wouldn't that have undercut her whole desire to, like, help out her friend Vivi in that she, she did everything nah, she man, could, but she I, still failed? I feel failed. like it's the thought that counts, dude. Like, if she, if she, if she, if she, got, I mean, think about it like this, dude. Like, well, I guess I was going to compare her to Peru. 
Like, <laughs> you know, like, Karu can try and do something, and then he gets trampled by whatever, and it's like, you know, like, his mission wasn't complete, but, like, had he died there, or had he been really fucked up there, which he was, he was, like, it was, like, it's the thought that count. Like, like, she, she, she made a stand because she's like, I have to fight for Vivi, I have to fight for my friends, and, like, it's the same thing that you say with Harry Potter, dude. F- failure is a very is a very compelling tool, and I think could could sure. have been done well, considering okay. it's a, it's one of our people that does not is not a fighter. Fair enough Fair to enough. this caliber, but whatever. Anyway, so um, okay, so Doublefinger is a spike person. She ate a spike spike fruit. Uh, could have just been called a spike fruit. That would have been cool. But, you know, whatever. Um, Nami tries using an attack called Thunder Tempo. By the way. The climb attack has probably the coolest attack names, FYI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, I think tempo is a cool, like, thunder tempo, tornado tempo, or whatever, you know, all that. Uh, it gets, one tsunami actually masters this and, like, is using it for real. Like, f- it's, it's good. Nami, it's cool. Nah, Fuck I yeah. I fucking love Nami. I like that. I like that it's, a lot. It's awesome. Um... So she uses this attack called Thunder Tempo, and one of those stupid uh, gag spring-loaded boxing gloves comes out, and uh, <laughs> it doesn't even hit. It uh, falls, like, just short. Yeah. It's so good. It's so dumb. <laughs> I love it. Why are these built into this? It's Nami, so stupid. like, keeps getting so pissed off at Usopp and just, like, throwing little mini temper tantrums, and Miss Doublefinger's just like... I, man, I kind of feel yeah. bad for this girl that I'm about to kill. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're not wrong, dude. This this whole time, I was like, the hype was so real, right? I was like, sure. fuck yeah, like I gotta see some shit. You know, I know that the fight with Zoro and Mister One's coming up, like mm-hmm. everything with Vivi and Croc, and this, I was like, man, this could be cool. And then we keep getting these gags. It's it's like a gag fight for like ninety five percent of it, to be honest. And every time we get the gag and the really dumb cheesy animation of her like freaking out about it, yeah, I was like, now is not the I fucking time. Oda. I, I listen. Fuck. I understand your position, but I love it. I love that's one piece. Like just the goofy humor intermingled with the badassery. I, I love it. <sighs> it just wasn't the time. <laughs> It wasn't the That's time. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So Miss Doublefinger uh, gives her a really good attack here. Um, and I quote, just kidding. It's not a quote because this is my own name for it. It's called okay. the Stinker Finger. <laughs> the Stinker Finger. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a better named attack uh, literally ever in any uh... anime. Stinker finger. For legal reasons, we must state that it is in fact the stinger finger. Yeah, which is equally as good. It's Come on, very good. The stinger finger is just as good. The fucking give her, stinker give finger. Him the stinger finger. Dude, <laughs> this wait. What? This wasn't even the one I was talking about. Oh, I'm talking about the spike boobs. <laughs> Where she literally, her entire boobs turn into spikes. It's so and dumb. She just tries to kill Nami with her boobs. That's how I want to be killed. This, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tatalius or titillation. What is it? It was titillating. 
And it's a real word, goddammit. I know. I I mean, I know now. Okay. Fair <laughs> uh, yes. So yeah, this stinger finger, stinker finger thing the is, is fucking phenomenal. Uh, the attack actually sucks, but just the attack name is great. Yeah. Um, Nami realizes that uh, she has not been reading these instructions to the <laughs> climatact right. She's been reading the side of the instructions that include the party side or the party version of the instructions because Usopp's a fucking idiot. He's, he's a fucking idiot. He's like, like, as Nami is reading this, it's actually like Usopp talking, like the narrating his voice. Yeah. And it's, he's just so happy about it. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, these will make you a big hit at your latest party. And Nami's like, I'm going to fucking strangle Dude. his ass. <laughs> Another reason as to why Usopp fucking sucks oh, ass. This is great. This is great. Um... Yeah, so she she realizes this, and so now she's gonna read the other side of the instructions, uh, which have the battle instructions. Do you realize how stupid this is? Hell like, yeah, no, it's the best. It's I, so bad. I love it. It's the absolute best. So she reads these instructions, and she's ready to fuck one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she learns how to use her climb attack pretty darn fast, considering Usopp doesn't even know how the fuck to do it, and he's the one that invented this thing. Um, yeah, because Nami she, is a badass with the weather, which we have seen multiple times through the yes, series. Yes, literally, I'm not lying to you. My literally, my next note is like it does make sense that like she has a weapon styled, or I'm sorry, a weather styled weapon. Yes, uh, it's perfect because for like her. we've already gotten some like things about how like that's Nami's thing. Right. Yes. Again, I can totally get on board with that. I think this is cool. I actually think that like the weapon design is cool, minus the mm-hmm. gags, right? <laughs> the the weapon design is cool. I I I want Nami to have a thing uh to where she can hold her own in a fight. Uh I just it was just so abrupt for me. Sure, sure. Uh and, and I think that's where my where my problem actually is. So um anyway, so we get a cut back to Vivi and Croc, and Croc has the real King Cobra. Uh, I was gonna make a bad joke about crucifixion here, but he he has him fucking nailed to the wall. He does, yes. Yeah, I'm just gonna just not make that joke. <laughs> Probably for the yeah. Best. Let's just let's just Bless. pass that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I did tell you there was a very important reason Cobra was still alive. You fucking and did. There is. Yep. Yep. Hell you yeah. fucking did, and it's coming up. It's Croc, coming up quick. Croc lays it out here for us. I love it. So. By the way, to paint a picture, I feel like anybody who's listening to this show has probably watched these episodes of One Piece. Or read, but if you have not, sure. uh, he has these massive like nails going through his like <laughs> elbows. They're so big. It's so fucking ugly. It, it looks, looks so painful. Bad, dude. Cobra seems to be generally okay with yeah. it, though. Oh man, yeah, he's just fine. He's just Dude, talking. He's, he's like, just hanging out. He's, you know what this maybe tells me? Maybe Cobra, our guy, is is a total sub. Like this is just oh, a he's weekend into some for him. shit, dude. Like, dude, this is just like uh, last Saturday. That that was some shit. This ain't yeah. nothing. <laughs> she had me down in the dungeon. Woo, that was yeah, no good. Dude. This is fine. This is fine. Co- Cobra's eating this shit up, man. Oh yeah, he's yeah. totally fine with it. <laughs> Okay, um, Crocodile reveals 
that he doesn't intend to keep Vivi and Cobra alive. Mm-hmm. But he needs Cobra alive for one thing. And I have in parentheses, okay, Scott, here we fucking go. You told mm-hmm. me he had to be alive for a reason. Here it is. He asks King Cobra where the Pluton is. Hell yes. And Cobra freaks out. Mm-hmm. Cobra's like, what in the fuck? How do you know that name? Right, right. Uh, Vivi is very confused. Yep. And we get this very interesting shot of Nico Robin. And her face looks a little taken aback, a little confused as well. I don't know if that was just my the way I perceived it, but her face looked a little like, huh? Uh, I, Does she know that this is the plan? No, she knew this was the plan. Okay, I, I okay, think okay, okay. I think he may have just misconstrued that a little bit. Okay, it definitely looked like she was surprised. She absolutely knew this was the plan. No, uh, no, no, no. Okay, uh, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> well, it gets answered. Uh, well, next like, episode, yeah, I believe yeah, it's... I, it gets answered. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, that's, I just like because that's that's like the stinger to end the episode, right? Is the that's, crocodile? Basically that's the stinker like, finger to end the, the episode. Stinker yes. finger. <laughs> And the episode is like, Cobra, (laughs) fucking Pluton, my guy. Let's go. Yeah. uh, So that's the end of that episode. Okay. This is good, man. Uh, I This this whole arc has been laid out incredibly well. FYI, Scott. I know. This has been very good. I fucking told you. I love how really the only true inkling we got of this, like, this is why Crocodile is so good, like, all this stuff in the shadows he's been doing, like what his true intentions are. I don't know if you remember, but way back when, at the very start of this, when they got to Alabaster proper, Ace mentions, hey, something about this feels weird, feels off. Crocodile may have more going on. Like, yes, his yes, real intention might be it. different. Yes, his real intention might be different than just taking over the country. And you found that very interesting. And I was like, mm, yeah, it could be, could be. And now Croc's like, yeah, here's why I'm, let me explain to you why I'm really here, you dicks. Let, so, me, let me show you what the fucking 4D chess I've been playing while you okay. fuckers. So let me make sure that I'm, I'm laying this thing out here right. Yes, okay. So he takes over Alabasta. Mm-hmm. Right? Already gives him a lot more power. Yes. Um, and then he takes control of this thing called the Pluton, which apparently is some type of weapon. Described as an ancient weapon. Yes. It's an ancient weapon, and it, it's got to be some type of projectile weapon of some sort because it says one shot from the Pluton mm-hmm. can destroy an entire island. Correct. That's what they say, anyway. What? That's what they say, anyway. Oh, okay. I think, well, okay, let me let me not, don't take that the wrong way. All I'm saying is, and Crocodile and Cobra acknowledge this, they both said, Cobra's like, I don't know how or where you heard this, but I don't fucking know anything about Pluton. For all I know, it doesn't even really exist. Right. And Crocodile's like, yeah. I consider that's not that a surprise, be, right? right yeah. That's not a surprise. I considered that to be a possibility. So just bear in mind, this is all kind of legendary. It's, legend. it's, it's Right. It's legendary stuff. So all this stuff that Crocodile is saying is like, yes, exactly. Legend, lore, so on. So so his his idea is 
he takes over Alabasta. Then, with the power of Pluton and what Pluton can do, all the surrounding pirates will flock to him, and he'll have a country under his control and several fleets of pirates, right? Mm-hmm. He says it'll help him grow his military power, basically. Right. And and I I think he'd be able to do that with or without Pluton, right? Correct. Yes. That part, yes. Okay. So, him having Pluton, and he doesn't say explicitly, unless I missed it or just misunderstood something, he doesn't explicitly say, like, what he wants to do with Pluton, other than the fact that it would be a good weapon against, like, it would make him more powerful in the world government. Right. I mean, that's that's the whole thing, because Cobra, I think, says the world government won't allow you to do that. Right. Like, grow this big military power with all these pirates in this country like you're talking about. And Crocodile's like, well, yep, that's exactly why I need Pluton, because once I have that, my power will be even greater than the world government, so fuck them, basically. Gotcha. So that's his end game. That's that's what he wants. That's what he wants. He wants to be fucking ruler of the world, basically. More or less. Wow. Yeah. It's I like his I like the measures that he's taken to get there, but I think that's a pretty lame goal. I don't know, dude. Finding like an ancient weapon and just I'm like I mean what what more do you want than, hey, I want to have more power than the world fucking government? I mean, government. like, it, he, he's just textbook, like, like just power hungry. Like, he just wants to be powerful. Yeah, for sure. I mean, cool. That's fi- It's fine. Okay. It, it's All no right. problem. Um, okay. So we learned that uh, Vivi doesn't even know what Pluton is. No. Um, the title of this episode, by the way, was something to the extent of, like, Pluton, something passed down through... Like the royal family, royal family, or something right. like that. So I assumed that Vivi would know about it, but it, it sounds like probably not yet. Like I don't know if it's like case. a hey on your deathbed, pass this along information or something like that, right? But, okay. Or if it's like sooner, but well, I, and, and Chaka seemed to like have a reaction to it too. So like, it, d- does well, I think his reaction was more just like, oh, this is like a royal family secret that only they would know. About. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, so. My next note says, yo, by the way, Croc is evil as fuck, dude. Dude, he's so good. I fucking love him. So fucking bad. Okay, so he says that in about 30 minutes, his rebel army will reach the inner square and clash with, with like, the main royal guard, right? Right. At that time, he plans to be shooting a massive cannonball that'll explode everything within a five-kilometer radius and wipe out the remaining forces of both armies. Yeah. Just like, fuck them all. Fucking jeez, dude. Fuck them. Hey, Holy shit. All those fuckers fighting down there, fuck them. God, he's, oh man, he is an evil son. Just laughing the whole time about it, too, with his awesome so ass he, I laugh. I mean, he's just using the rebel army to take control, and then he just, he doesn't even care about them. Like, no. why would he not want to keep them? The, re- the, ro- the royal army would be totally loyal to Cobra. And well, okay, he, so then the rebel army? He knows the rebel army, like they won't they won't come they, they under won't the, fight for him. You're right, right. They won't fight for him either. He he wants to wipe them both out at the same time. Uh to a point where it's like the citizens will then have no choice but to basically accept his rule. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um Yeah, man. Bad fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. He then asks King Cobra. 
where the poneglyph is? Yeah. This is where the plot really thickens. Yeah. Because this is where he's like, yeah, you're right. I didn't figure you would know much about Pluton, so fucking tell me where the poneglyph is. Right. Uh, King Cobra says, if I tell you where it's at, and then Cro- it gets Crocodile's attention, and then King Cobra says, no, 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 no. I'll show you where it's at. Mm-hmm. I'll take you to it. Mm-hmm. To which Crocodile responds with, okay, you're, you're clever, you're wise. Uh, and I, th- I think that response was because he said he's going to take him instead of tell him. Right? Right. So hi- him being there has something to do with something. Yeah, it might. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, dude, this is good stuff. I love this kind of stuff, man. I just, like, I love to wonder about this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. You know, like, is the poneglyph, like, maybe... What is a glyph? What does a glyph mean? Uh, It's also got to be something ancient. Yeah. A glyph, I believe, is, like, some kind of, like, marking or language. like, Like a hieroglyph, right? Right. It's, like, a marking or language of some society i would assume i don't know i i i wonder if the poneglyph is something that would like allow him if he found the like or pluton or whatever it is mm-hmm. if the poneglyph is something he would need it in order to like operate it or it's a solid theory um or maybe even just find it in the first place sure yeah i think you're on the right lines there this is very interesting. This yeah. is good stuff. This is good stuff. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. So that was that was a lot of a tangent. <laughs> so meanwhile, Nami is still fighting with uh, Double Finger, mm-hmm. with Stinker Finger. Stinker. And, uh, <laughs> and somehow she's not dead yet. How has it taken us this long to come, come with Stinker Finger? I guess Double Finger is dirty enough I mean, Double Finger, yeah. Double Barrel Pink Eye, D- Double yeah. Barrel Stinker right, Finger, right. dude. Like, what, am, what am I thinking? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so I to to your credit, this is kind of what you said. I, I think that Stinkerfinger is allowing her to live so long because she's kind of intrigued by like what the fuck Nami yeah. is trying to do with this new weapon. Also, I think she's just like underestimating Nami. Hmm. Uh, and again, there there are also points in this fight where it seems like she genuinely feels bad for Nami because she keeps getting all this like magic bullshit and she's just right, like right right oh i'm i feel bad for this chick she's trying so hard and got so far but in the end it didn't even matter <laughs> but in the end it doesn't even matter hell yeah hell yeah dude hell yeah dude hell yeah dude can you believe that uh so i made some friends with my new job mm-hmm. oh congratulations zach was yeah. that like a yeah, can you subtle believe that? humble brag there no 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 <laughs> And I and I fucking made a banana bread at work, hell yeah, joke, and none of them knew what it was. I mean, that does. I feel like some of the videos that everybody are has seen that the funniest thing in the world to us, no one else has seen. <laughs> They're like the funniest thing in the world to us and like three other people, and no one else has heard or seen of them. Yeah, do we suck? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, yes. Fuck, man. Okay. Uh, so Sanji, Chopper, and Usopp, they have all regrouped with each other. 
Um, hell yeah, I'm glad they're fine. We get a really funny bit where Sanji gives um, Usopp his goggles back mm-hmm. that he found. Mr. Two had them, had stolen them. Right, right, right. Yeah. He had stolen them. And uh, Usopp gets happy about them. He puts them on and then they're broken. Yeah. And then he basically gets mad at Sanji that they're broken. <laughs> He's like, you fucking know how expensive these fuckers were? Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, Sanji just gave you your shit back. Fuck off. I hate Usopp. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next note says, so Nami somehow figures out this entire fucking weapon and wrecks the second most powerful chick in Baroque works. Mm-hmm. I just don't buy it. It's just weird. I love my girl Nami, but no way this, this, this it makes sense. Um, I mean, we went through that enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I just wanted to point out the, a couple cool moves that Nami pulls is the uh, when she figures out the Mirage thing to like start tricking Miss Doublefinger. Yes. And also that was very cool. she pulls that badass move where... Uh, Miss Stinkerfinger turns into Sonic the Hedgehog and is just like rolling her ass. And yep. she like uses her cloak to like kind of like shield and protect herself. Uh, Nami's got some moves, man. You underestimate my girl. You know what? Here's the thing, dude. It's not that I'm underestimating her. It's that the show hasn't given us enough to make us think that she can actually do these things. That you're 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 not wrong. I mean, it's it's mentioned in passing several times, and I think it's implied more than it's just outright shown. So, yeah. I I can get behind that, but okay, but yeah, she fucks up. Well, she finger. fucks her up. Yeah, it's good. Uh, she uses her tornado tempo thing. Mm-hmm. It's these fucking birds that like wrap <laughs> homegirl in wire and then like spin shoot her. I uh, it's. It blasts her through like ten. I walls. don't even fucking know. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. But yeah, fucks her up apparently, and mm-hmm. she's out. God. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Now we're to it. Now. Yeah. This is it. Now dude. we fucking get to it. The fight between Zoro and Mister One is kind of beginning. Mm-hmm. Zoro says that he recognizes Mister One. Mm-hmm. Says he's a famous bounty hunter in the West Blue, an assassin. And he talks a little bit of shit to him, tells him uh, that now he's just a dog for Crocodile. And this pisses off Mr. One. I love Zoro's shit talking. Yeah, yeah dude. So Zoro's shit talk is A1 is yeah, a steak it's sauce. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Zoro realizes that Mr. One's body is hard as steel. Hey! And my next note says, well, shit, that sucks for him. Uh... Because he realizes that he can't cut steel yet. Yes. Then he proceeds to get ready to keep fighting and says, but by the end of this fight, I will then be the man who can cut even steel. He's so good. Fuck, Fuck yeah, yeah Zoro. Oh my God. Fucking shit, it's just like, dude. Well, this is where I'm at. I can't cut steel yet, but I'm fighting you. So I guess at the end of this fight, I'll just have to have learned how to figure out how to do that. It's just like, <laughs> he just accepts it like, that's the only eventuality here. He's the yeah, best. It's, it, it's very good. Um, I'm really sad that I didn't take note of something that Zoro says to Mr. One, and then Mr. One says it back to him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, it was I good. Know, it was a good quip. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I cannot. Oh, Fuck, shit. it was good. It was really good. I can't remember what it is either. Go on. Maybe I'll find it. 
Fuck. Okay. Um. All right. Anyway, so that was the end of that episode. Starting up the next one. Uh, it's getting fucking hype, man. Zoro and Mr. One start uh, doing some good old pre-fight shit talk. It's very good. And um, they start. They, they start their battle. Zoro is quickly uh, on the defensive. Uh, then he lands a couple solid hits. The Onigiri. And then another one that I don't know that I had ever seen the name of it, but it's called the Tiger Trap. Yeah, he does like a couple sick like combo moves. He like chains together a couple tacks, but yeah, it's real good. It's cool, but like then it's sucks like sucks. It doesn't work. Just has no effect whatsoever. And Zoro's like, oh, that sucks. No one's ever stood up to that combo before. <laughs> yeah, Mister One is a uh, is a bad motherfucker. Definitely. So Mister One crushes Zoro uh, under a building. Things are not looking good for my guy. Uh he he starts to ask himself, like, what is it that I'm lacking, right? No, nobody else has ever trained more than I have. Like, I, I'm missing something. And then he gets a flashback uh, to his childhood when he is training with um, the Swordmaster. Do, do we ever get his name? I can't remember Zoro's master's name. Queen's dad? I, I just, yeah, I just always have referred to him as Queen's dad. I'm sure he's <laughs> named. I just don't know what it is off the top of my head. Sure. There you okay. go. There's there's my One Piece knowledge failing me. I don't know. Can't remember his name. Hey, I knew I'd stump you here, here later. Wait, sooner or later. <laughs> okay, so in this flashback, his old uh, swordsman, or I'm sorry, his old sword master talks of swordplay that cuts nothing. And how it can cut steel. And I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Zoro all equally has zero fucking idea of what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. But that's it. Um, except for the fact that I know that when a, a hero gets a really good flashback, well, when they get a flashback, they're probably going to win. So I know that Zoro is about to win this fight, just I just don't know how. Yeah, I mean, you've seen, you've seen in animes before. You know how that goes. But I do appreciate how there's... There's a little bit of subversion here because he gets the flashback and he's like, I don't fucking know what that means. I'm just going to try and brute force my way through this fight. So it's not like the flashback happens and he immediately like has that epiphany of like, oh, I figured it out. Here's what I got to do. Like there's like a, a, a second section of the fight where he's basically like, fuck, if I know, I'll just try it my way and then eventually figures it out. Right, exactly. Yeah, he he tries on another or he tries another head-on assault and fucking gets his shit pushed in again. Yeah. Yeah, dude, my next note says my fucking guy is getting his fucking ass kicked. This is really bad. Yeah. He takes a like drill punch thing to the chest uh twice by the way. Yes. Uh, and we see blood fly everywhere. It looks it looks pretty bad. It looks, it looks so pretty bad painful. for a guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, here's, okay, th- this is, this is very good. I really, really liked this ending here. So, um, Mr. One has Zoro, like, he, he's, like, laying, like, sitting up a, a, against, like, a, a pillar, right? Mm-hmm, right. Uh, just fucked up. I mean, the dude's bleeding everywhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's really bad. And Mr. One walks up to him, and he does this, like, slice-type attack that, mm-hmm. like, causes the pillar to fall apart and it slices right through Zoro. Zoro gets fucked up from it and then all the boulders, like all the debris from the, the pillar and like the bridge that was over Zoro come crashing down on him. 
and it is it is fucked up. Uh, somehow though, this is very good. Zoro found this the spot where no boulders would land. Right, and like he, the building stands in that the collapsing building rubble. The the collapsing yeah building bridge whatever the mm-hmm. fuck was over him it wasn't the building you're right it was like a bridge yeah it was like a pillar and a bridge but mm-hmm. we learned that that zoro has figured out rhythm uh as the show calls it where he can sense the rhythm of anything uh which allows him to kind of like in this case, because of the steel, like it allows him to cut through steel, mm-hmm. but it also like it seems like it gave him like a heightened sense of awareness. Yes, right. Uh, because where, not only with like the rubble where he could know where the rubble wasn't falling, but also he's able to find he he knows where one of his swords is under the rubble. Because at this point he's like he's so fucked up. He's like all of his swords have been knocked out of his hands and everything. And right. It's yeah, it's it's fucking cool. Yeah. Um he like he pulls a Goku Ultra Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 20 years before Ultra Instinct, my guy fucking Zoro was doing it first, baby. Yeah. Zoro's cooler than Goku. No, I mean, come on. Fuck yeah. fuck off if you even thought that was a question. Yeah, no no no. Zoro's way Zoro's cooler than, cooler than Vegeta. No, oh, come on. You know it's true. Ooh, I don't know. I love Vegeta. More, probably more accurately, I love Jeff Gersman's version of Vegeta more than I even like Vegeta. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Auto erotic asphyxiation. (laughs) This is the only way I can get off Kakarot. (laughs) It's real good. It's so good. Um. Okay. So he learns this whole rhythm thing. He's doing a little dance to the rhythm. And, uh, yeah, he's ready to fuck again. So, Mr. One charges. By the way, I should say that Mr. One is, Mr. One is just completely blown away by the fact that, like, Zoro is up and standing after yeah. taking those hits. Yeah. Because Mr. One has been absolutely running a train on Zoro this whole fight. Like, yeah, dude. He was giving him the big dick. Yeah. Like, the, d- Mr. One is a real, like, I don't think we've got him over enough mr one is a badass motherfucker he's like huge he's jacked he's got abs like a cheese grater and with his power he could probably literally grate cheese on those abs (laughs) uh the dude is a fucking badass and he's like giving zoro so many huge attacks and yeah he is like shocked that zoro is still standing yeah we're gonna have like a 40 episode span after this arc where Zoro's just recovering. Yeah, just <laughs> like, like full-on recovery he's mode. He's fucking... He, he, I mean, he has gotten worked. He has gotten worked. Uh, real quick before you do the final clash here, uh, there's the super cool moment where Zoro's figuring out like how to cut nothing. He remembers his teacher's words, how to cut nothing but cut everything. Uh-huh. He, he like slices the palm frond, but it doesn't like cut it. It just like pushes it aside. And then he turns and like cuts the the huge boulder in half, like no problem. Did you did you catch this? It's, I loved that. I thought it was so cool because it's like, I think he makes the comment that like you know true swordsmen, you know, know when to know when to cut, but more importantly, know when not to cut. Um, and I think it's rad. Like sort of, sort of just rules. Yeah, I 
as you're explaining all that, I was like, okay, hold on. Okay, that is what was happening. Okay, I understand it now. Because <laughs> I, I saw all of that, obviously, and and I was like, huh, that's interesting that he didn't cut the leaves. But yeah, I guess I just, between taking notes and everything, sure, I just, I sure. don't think I realized what was happening. Right. Yeah, it was fucking rad. I mean, right. The, the end result is just Zor was learning a greater form of control over his swords. Whereas most of the time, you know, like he says, he was just brute forcing his way, you know, through his problems, more or less. Right. Which has gotten him very far. It has. I mean, listen, he's been a total badass to this point. I find it hard to believe that Zoro couldn't kick Luffy's ass. Uh, I mean, listen, swords are, it's a bad matchup for Luffy for sure, because he, he can easily get cut up. But no, Luffy would still win. That is crazy to me. <laughs> By the way, I'm pretty sure I remembered what the the thing was, the exchange they had. Oh, okay. What was it? Yeah, because yeah, I... He... Zoro said something when Zoro did his... No, no, no. Sorry. Reverse that. When they first start the fight, Mr. One says, since I gained my devil fruit power, no swordsman has ever been able to lay a scratch on me. And Zoro was like, yeah, that makes sense because we've never met before. Basically like saying, yes. like, yeah, you haven't met me though yep. yet, bitch. And then a couple minutes later, after Zoro does his chain attack, sick-ass combo, he makes the comment like, fuck, no one has ever stood up again after I did that moves on him. And Mr. One goes, yeah, because we've never met before. Yeah. Zoro gives him good. a little smirk because he knows. He's like, okay, you got me. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. It's so good. It was real good. It was a great exchange. Uh, man. Okay. Um, so this final clash here. So Mr. One charges, and as Mr. One is charging, Zoro uh sheaths his sword and tank. What I'm pretty happened? sure I just had a stroke. A throat? What? A stroke. Oh, okay. Okay. Mr. One charges at Zoro. Zoro sheaths his sword and takes the stance for the one sword style lion strike. It's a very cool animation. So like the, the, the like sh- sword sheath like swings around and it does that like, like time. Mm-hmm. Like slow down. I don't know. Effect. I don't know how you. It's like a slow that. motion type of effect. Type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. slow motion animation. Um, he gets in his stance, and right as they clash, is I was sad that I didn't get to see the clash, but I also like really appreciated how how well this was done. Yeah, yeah. How good this? How well this was done? How good this was done? Yeah, how do you say that? E- either or. How fucking <laughs> rad it was. There you go. Nailed it. First try. <laughs> right as they're gonna clash. The camera like pans away from the battle, and you just see like palm trees. Everything's quaint. It's like very like, quiet birds. too. Yeah, there's a couple birds flying, mm-hmm. and it just like shows that. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, oh man, like that was a, yeah. that was a good transition. It just works well. Yeah. And then it goes back, and we get the fucking classic Your f- Zach's anime favorite thing trope. I love it. Bow, 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 Zach's favorite thing. Uh, you see, Mister One in the background. And you see Zoro like kind of hunched over, and you're like, okay, which one of them took the dick? And you just see the fucking blood gush out of uh, Mr. One in the background, and it's like, my fucking guy gave him the yeah. dick. He gave him the old meat stick. 
Uh, it's good, dude. Stick. It's so good. This is the first time Zoro has ever used this particular attack. The Shishi Soson, as he would say, the the lion song. Um, he uses it several times throughout the rest of the series, and Hell every yeah. fucking time, it's like. It's probably my favorite Zoro attack ever. It's really? Like, it's always so hype whenever he uses the Lion Song. It's God, it's such a cool attack too, where he just the, like uh, the the um the sub calls it Lion Strike. Is it Lion Strike or Lion Lion Strike? Okay, you may it. be right. I know I just always like the, the way Zoro says it too is so badass where he's just like Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Fuck yeah. It's the best. That was a good that was a good uh Zoro right there, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. The end of this fucking fight was so rad. Yeah. Uh fucking Mr. One admits defeat. Um, he does tell Zoro, what are you gonna cut next? Diamond? Yeah. And I thought it was funny. Zoro <laughs> thought it was funny. And then I was like, was that foreshadowing? I don't know. Probably not, maybe, but like, maybe. it could be. Could be. I mean, well, fuck. I hope it is now. Doesn't doesn't Zoro just say like, nah, that'd be a waste or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's yep. yeah, it's so good. I appreciate the fact that even Mister One is like, as he's like falling, just super fucked up. Is like, okay, you got me. That was a good fight. Good, good fucking attack, my guy. Good on yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, they're both badasses. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's what you badass. do when it's two badasses fighting. You know, for sure. So, the start of the next episode starts with this fucking group of people called the Kicking Claw Force. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, <laughs> They're fucking useless. It's so fucking uh, stupid, dude. It's pretty dumb. Okay, so they break through. Um, I forgot to mention earlier, by the way. So, uh, Miss All Sunday... Mm-hmm. Or Nico Robin. Nico Robin has used her power to like put a bunch of arms <laughs> on the the like the castle gates to keep the royal army out. To keep the royal army out. If right. anybody gets close to arms, grab them. Which is vi- like, I mean, I gotta. It seems like a really dumb fucking defense. It's like, could you not just like slice the arm, like cut the arms? Well, I mean, she could also just poof the arms into flower petals and then they'd be gone too like as soon as they get close enough to where they can open it she's gonna fuck their shit up fine i I just it just seemed like a very strange because it does it does show them trying to like get close yeah some guy literally walks up to it and just like lets it grab him and strangle him yeah it's like that's the attack. Listen, these guys the you Royal, have swords and axes and stuff. They're scrubs, man. Nico Robin's gonna kick their asses. Royal Army sucks, dude. Especially these guys. Yeah. Okay, so this kicking claw force breakthrough. Okay, they they're able to break through the defense mm-hmm. and get to where Croc and King Cobra and all of them are. They are apparently the quote unquote elite force uh-huh. that Alabasta has to offer. Yeah, the, like one rung below like Pell and Chaka, basically. What? I just like, why have we not seen or heard of them? Like, wh- have they not been in, the, what have they been doing this whole time? Because they they're total fighting? scrubs that get wasted immediately, that's why. 
so I, th- you know what? This brings up an interesting thought. I wonder if this is in the manga, or if this is filler. I never even thought about that. Uh, it, it it is probably filler. It kind of seems like it's filler. It it it's over so fast. I couldn't so, say with certainty, but it it certainly seems like it might be. We're gonna get some fucking jack wagon being like, "Oh, those are my favorite characters." <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking having a goddamn cow over this shit, uh, dude. Okay, so apparently they drank this stuff called the Fatal Fuel. That sounds cool as fuck. Great naming. That is a good name. Uh, good name. Yeah, it's very fucking cool. It's very J.K. Rowling with uh, the alliteration. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it buffs their power exponentially and gives them only a few minutes to live. Yeah. So this is like a last resort type thing. Correct. When I learned this, I was like, okay, are these guys going to do some cool shit? No, they're absolutely not. They're not going to do anything fucking useful or cool or anything. To be fair, this is just another showcase of my fucking guy crocodile just being a completely evil asshole, though. Because he's like, yeah, you guys only have a couple minutes to live. I'm just going to fly up here because I'm I'm made of sand. Yeah, uh, they literally I- swing on him once. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even going to fight you fuckers because I don't have to. And I'm going to laugh about it with my cool ass laugh. It's. Eh, I love eh, him. Eh, it's eh, the best. It's the best. I love Crocodile. <laughs> Can we just always do that laugh now? <laughs> always and forever. He does it way better than us. He does. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so they swing once on this asshole, uh, and he just pieces out. He goes and sits up on top of the fucking roof. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, shit, fuck, we're dead. Yep. And they die. Yep, and then they, they die. just fucking, that's it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like from the beginning, Chaka and Cobra were like, you guys are fucking idiots. What have you done? And then, yeah, then they die. It's, it's, it is just <laughs> very funny that they're like, yo, we're fucking here. Dude. We're here to fuck. Look at how buff we got. Look at our cool name, the fighting. We fucking, what is yeah, it, fighting like, or kicking claw force? It's it's uh, kicking even, claw force. Kick, that's so dumb. <laughs> and and then they just, they swing once, he points and laughs, and they're like, shit, fuck, we're yeah. dead. He literally does, like, do the whole, like, ha-ha thing, like yeah. the Simpsons as oh, they're yeah. dying. Yeah, it, this whole thing was fucking pointless. Uh, I had to talk about it for a while because, like, it was so stupid. It's the, it's, uh, yeah, it's dumb. So, Chaka, my guy. Here we go. I knew. I fucking called this shit from day one. I didn't actually, but in my head I called it. I was like, Zach is going to fucking love Chaka's devil fruit. Chaka's cool as fucking love it. Fuck. I fucking so Anubis, rad. I'm like, fuck it, a jackal, basically Anubis, I'm like, right. fucking Zack is gonna lose his goddamn mind at that. Yeah, uh, yeah, so Chaka transforms into a fucking jackal. <laughs> there it is. Shit, dude. There it is. Fuck yeah. Eno uh, Eno, right? Like, uh, the dog dog, model right. jackal, yeah. Model jackal. Hell yeah. Model fucking hell yeah. Model, I'm fucking Anubis, basically. <laughs> Um. Uh, anyway, he rushes into battle with Croc. Uh, Croc wastes his ass very quickly. <laughs> yeah, listen, I mean. <laughs> yeah, what is, like, Anubis, cool, but, like, 
Crocs Yikes. on another level from these dumbasses. He, he yeah. just is. Uh, we get a cut back to Usopp, Chopper, and Sanji. Uh, they're all making their way across the town. And they're talking about how the mole chick said that Luffy is dead. And I've just realized, I'm, I'm like acknowledging for the first time, that we just haven't seen Luffy at all. We haven't seen of, heard of. I was gonna say anything this, this is definitely episodes. gonna be the first episode ever where Luffy does not appear in any episodes of this whole batch. He hasn't been in an episode since like the first episode of last of batch. last batch. Yeah, it's been like when eight Pelle or nine him. episodes, basically. Yep, it's yep. kind of crazy. It is crazy. Um, my next note says I kind of like that. Hell yeah. Uh, I like that. I'm wondering was Pell able to save him? Obviously, Pell was able to save him. Otherwise, there wouldn't be 900 episodes right, of the show. Right. But how? You know, like by what means? Uh, what else has been done? What What has been happening in the background? Um, I also love. I said this at the beginning of the episode. I love the way that this arc has been set up. Uh, even though I haven't loved every single fight, like individual fight, and I've had some problems, I, I'm just blown away with how how well everything is just fitting mm-hmm. into place. This is this arc is very good. The way things fit together, like, and just make sense, like, even just like on a grand scale, like just the logistics of how everything comes together, like Oda yeah. is extremely good at that shit, like. Yep. Yeah, it just makes sense. It's very good. Yeah, so just them them wondering about Luffy made me realize this and it made me kind of have a little bit more of a broader uh thought, I mm-hmm. guess, on on this arc. And yeah, man, I, I am digging this. Yeah, I know I know you had problems a couple times when it was like, oh, the big cliffhanger of is this person all right or not, and then it immediately they're fine. But yeah, this one, like Luffy is legit just gone and out of action barely mentioned for like eight or nine episodes he's in a fucking healing chamber (laughs) he's in a back to tank with luke and hanging out with fucking goku yeah (laughs) shit dude shit dude shit dude (laughs) um all right just then our fucking guy i don't know why i'm saying our guy i don't i don't think i particularly like him but koza shows up oh yeah uh he he's very confused. He yeah. shows up. He's like, hey, fucking guys, I'm here. What the <laughs> says, fuck is happening? Says exactly these words. Hey, yeah. fucking guys, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's just, he's very confused. Yep, sees crucified um, Cobra. <laughs> yep, yep, sees Cobra, sees Vivi, sees Chaka. He's just like, what in the fuck is going on? Right. Um... But this is a perfect opportunity for Croc to give him a classic villain monologue. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um I I thought of like the the classic like cheesy sitcom like intro where like somebody's in a bad spot and they're like, Well, I bet you're all wondering right. how we ended up here. <laughs> yeah, uh Definitely. Croc does one of those for yeah. him. <laughs> I love how Croc is just like at this point, Croc is so assured that he's winning he's gonna win basically mm-hmm. he's just like yeah i took your reign hey bitch guess what i took your reign fuck off what you gonna do yep. about it huh it's oh, yep exactly i love him so koza makes to tell them uh he makes to tell the the troops about the explosion in the square vivi stops him because she knows that it'll cause more chaos mm-hmm. um i i didn't i don't know if it's just because i was taking notes I didn't fully understand what the fuck she was trying to say. Like, 
Was she was she just saying like, hey, if you go tell them that there's gonna be an explosion, they're gonna think that it's an attack by us? It could be, yeah. I think that's like, that's the idea. Is like okay. we need to focus on getting them to stop fighting before we worry about the bomb in the square type of situation. Right. Okay, is, is I think. Gotcha. Okay, I, I was, I I didn't I didn't go back and rewind. Sure. I was just like, no, you're right. I don't I don't fully know what, but whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, man, so Ch- Chaka is beyond fucked up. Um and. Just as so, just as Vivi and uh, Koza, man, there's so many names in this <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> just as Vivi and Koza are talking about what they need to do for the rebel and the royal troops, Crocodile like materializes out of the sand and is like, "Oh, you fucking just think I'm just gonna yeah. let you guys <laughs> do this shit? Oh yeah, I'm just gonna sit here play with my dick? Fuck no." <laughs> yeah, uh, and so he makes to to he was gonna cut down our fucking guys like oh, he yeah. was. Swinging to kill. Oh yeah, he was ready. Yeah, he he would have killed Vivi and probably killed Koza. Definitely. Um, our fucking guy Chaka, Anubis. Yeah, is not actually dead. Go figure. No. Uh, he rushes and uh blocks the attack, allowing Vivi and uh Koza to you know get down to the square. This this is the best thing that he does in these episodes. It's like. His initial rush on Croc was like cool looking because we find out he's a fucking jackal and he transforms, right. but then he just gets absolutely destroyed immediately. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, he's kind of cool where he's like, I'll fucking hold him off for a minute. You guys go, basically. Yes. I like the notion, but I'm like, how? How are you going <laughs> to hold him off? He says, I can buy you a few minutes. How? Uh, by being a jackal. Luffy didn't last three minutes. That's true. Yeah. It's a good point. It's just, what are you going to do? He's anyway. going to be Anubis is what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, solid. Uh, Chaka's a solid guy. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I like him a lot. He's cool. He, he's fucking cool. I think I kind of like Pell more. I think Pell's cool as fuck. Yeah, I probably, sli- like, I think Chaka has the cooler devil fruit. Just cooler. Like, flight would be awesome, but... I think I do like Pell a little he bit. He flies and shoots Gatling he guns. He shoots Gatling guns as like a giant falcon, basically. It's pretty yeah, rad. It's fucking rad, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Here here we go. This is this is this is the fucking cliffhanger of a lifetime. This right I did not plan this, by the way. I forgot how these I was just like, yeah. We got 15 episodes left. We'll split it into three episodes. Just do five. Wait, are you telling me that there's only 10 episodes left after this? 10 episodes left after this. Holy shit, Scott. Yeah. We're getting to it, baby. Like, I know I. it's going to be sad to stop this podcast, the the One Piece Uh version of this podcast. I am so excited to just fucking watch this goddamn <laughs> show, though. <laughs> I'm excited for you, especially considering I think I don't think I've made this a secret, but I think I've said it before. The arc right after this one is definitely one of my favorites. I I feel like it is a divisive arc amongst the fans. I fucking love it. So I'm excited. Well, I'll probably end up liking sure, it. I mean, for sure. We always we we tend to like the yes, same shit. Definitely. So. Uh okay, so Vivian Koza come out uh and tell the Royal Army to surrender. Just then, the 
the rebel army is making their way to the square to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vivian Koza succeeded. The rebel army sees Koza leading the, the royal army with white flags of surrender up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole lot of confusion, but after some talking uh, with Koza, it seems like the rebels are starting to slow down and like be like, okay, this is legit. This is actually what we're doing. Right as it seems like things are about to work in their favor, my guy Koza gets fucking Abe Lincoln just shot in the back. Well, at least not in the head like Abe. Well, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Not in the head. And it's not really a full JFK either. No. but uh, uh, The full JFK <laughs> is my favorite sex move. Did you know, quick history fun fact here, JFK was a real fuckboy? Like, was he really? Oh, dude. Like, if stories are to be believed, JFK, like, just fucked. Like, while in the White House, like, just everyone who was anyone. Good for him. Just fucked, man. Like, Marilyn Monroe. Like, the big one that everyone calls back to is like, yeah. Oh, yeah, him and Marilyn Monroe, like... I did not have. Is that that guy? I did not have sexual relations. No, with that that's one. Bill Clinton. You uneducated oh. swine. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck? Who sucked his dick? Was that, uh, that Monica was a- Lewinsky? Oh right, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. This ends well, your JFK history lesson for the day. Thanks, man. I, <laughs> I did not know welcome. that's where we were going, but all right. Um, the full JFK. Yeah, so this guy gets fucking shot in the back, straight up assassinated. Four times. Yeah, shot in the back. Wait, why you did you count them? Is that important? Uh, it's not important. It's just like, like if I feel He's like extra dead. Right, like one shot is usually more dramatic. Just like, uh, but this was like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, just, it's yeah. almost <laughs> if it wasn't like, oh shit, it would be kind of comical. Just the yeah. way it happens. No, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, he gets shot in the back four times. Mm-hmm. And we get the fucking cheesiest shit again. Yeah. I swear these these people look like fucking Wario or something. <laughs> like it's just like this like ha ha like it like zooms in on the fucking yes. broke works tattoo. It's just so corny. Like I I love it, obviously, but I, I hate it. It's very corny, but I would just like to take a moment to appreciate that my fucking guy Crocodile has got backup plans for his backup plans for his backup plans. You're right. Like, You're all not, this yeah, shit yeah, happens, yeah, and he's like, nah, I'm still good. I, I still got plants. They'll just take his ass out. I, I ain't no thing. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. Um, Yeah, my, my last note says, holy shit, man, this is going to be a mess. Not, and not, that's the end of that episode. Not a good thing for the royal army to be shooting the your scene for the rebel army to be seen their leader getting fucking shot in the back by the royal army as he's four like, times right as he's like trying to broker a peace uh, that probably will not go down super well. Yeah, no, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. Um. Well, that's the end of that episode, and that is the end of the batch of episodes we're talking yeah. about today. Uh, I have a couple final notes. Okay. Final us. thoughts. Yo, this was a fucking amazing batch of episodes. Hell yeah. Okay, that's thought number one. Hell yeah. 
And I have a lot of I wonders. Okay, let's hear them. I wonder how and when Luffy will make his return. Mm-hmm. Knowing that there's only 10 episodes left, I just he's got to like, make it in this next batch. That, uh, that might change your view of things a little bit. There's 10 episodes left in the whole city. Se- no, that are on Netflix. <laughs> um, I wonder how and when the Navy forces led by Tashigi will make their entrance. Mm, that's right. They're still out in the wind. Um. Oh, hey. When we, you know what? I didn't think about this. Uh, when we see Sanji, Chopper, and who? Lashes, Usopp. eyelashes. Oh, <laughs> I thought of <laughs> yeah, lashes, thought of lashes before Usopp. Usopp. <laughs> 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 Fucking Usopp sucks, dude. It's just no, no, no. Don't take it that way. I just love lashes. That's what it is. <laughs> Usopp sucks. I bro. literally thought of lashes before Usopp. Oh, that's um, amazing. They see they see soldiers out in the desert making their way, and they're like, "Oh, maybe that's just like reinforcements or like that out." I, they called it something. Like, the rebel auxiliary force, I think, is it's more rebels. Coming. Oh, is it really? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought I thought it was. I'm pretty sure Sanji just says that. Okay, well, I thought that maybe that's what they thought it was, but it was actually the. The, the navy oh, like, sure, finally sure, sure, making sure. their way there, but uh, could okay, be. could be. Um, so I wonder how and when the navy forces led by Tashigi will make their entrance. I wonder what in the fuck Pluton actually is. Mm-hmm. And also, I wonder if Smoker leaving like that, how he did a couple batches ago, uh, will have anything to do with how the rest of this plays out, right? Like, sure. will. Or is it just more of like a big picture thing that like we'll have some resolution over the next like I don't know. Sure. After this arc is done. Um This is very good. Yeah. I also wonder you might roll your eyes here, because I feel like this is <laughs> obvious and this will have to happen. But there's a there's a piece of me that doesn't want the final showdown to just be Luffy v. Croc. Okay. I, I want more elements there, right? Like, Sure. Like, um, do you want it to be, like, some kind of a team fight? Is that what you're saying? Or more just, like, other elements as in what exactly? See, I guess I don't, I don't fully know, actually. I, this, uh, this is the first I'm thinking about it. But the, the thing is, is, Luffy healing this whole time, unless Pell is teaching him some fucking rad shit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really see a way that Luffy comes back stronger. Like, you know, he's not a fucking Saiyan, right? Right. Where, where he's like, hey, I, I got my ass kicked by you. Now I can whoop your ass. How, like, does, how does he fight Croc, basically, is what you're saying? Right. Right, 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 right. Like, I almost wonder... I, I doubt that this would be the thing, but, like... I know that water has to do something here. Like, there has mm. to be some use of water, right? Whether it's the the rain powder shit, the dance powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, fuck, we just saw our girl Nami make fucking mm-hmm. thunderclouds. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, like, if it's just Luffy v. Croc, and there's not a lot of shit happening on the sidelines where, like, Nami's doing something, Vivi's doing something, like they're all making this like united effort to defeat Croc. I, I don't think I will like it. Okay. That's listen, that's fair enough. 
I I'm excited to see. <clears throat> we we well I don't think it's a spoiler to say that Luffy will make his return in this in this next batch. I mean, with only ten episodes left, half of it, surely he's back by then. Um, yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah, right. Because uh, especially considering, listen, we're down to basically all the officer agents have been dispatched at this point. We're down to Miss All Sunday and the big boss himself. Miss so. All Sunday is is. I don't think she's going to fight, fight. Interesting. You don't, huh? I think like I think she will get involved, but I don't think she's going to like fight. Okay. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's who Tashiki fights. Is Tashiki on that level? Um, I mean she's not on Zoro's level. We've seen that. Yeah, why would she fight? I don't know. I'm just throwing out suggestions. But why would you throw that one out? <laughs> Sometimes I just, you know, say say things and throw things out. You know, listen. Look, I don't know. Um, look, man, this this batch was fantastic. It's great. This this batch was so much fun. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited to get to the next one. And I know I say this all the time, but like, truly, like, if if I didn't have to stop watching for the sake of us recording oh, tonight yeah. and not spoiling anything, yeah, I yeah. absolutely would not have stopped watching for sure. today. Uh, yeah, I knew you would, like, the Zoro, it's really only one episode, the Zoro Mr. One fight, like, truly. But it builds but, up for a couple, Right, so it that builds helps. up for a couple, but I'm like, that episode alone, like, is, it will make this batch, like, so hype, but on top of that, we also get a, some good fun fight between, like, Mr. Two and Bon Clay, there's also the huge reveal Mr. Of Two the, and Bon Clay? Mr. Did I say Mr. Two and Bon Clay? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sanji and Bon Clay. Uh, we also get the huge reveal of like Croc's whole underlying motive with the Pluton and the Poneglyph thing. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of cool shit has has been. Are going these down. Uh, this Pluton and Poneglyph? Are they things that will be around even after this arc? Couldn't say. Razzle oh, dazzle. Okay. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking razzle dazzle my ass. Good old, oh, I would love to rat. What was the other thing that that we can't, it wasn't stinker finger, was it? It was no, it was something else. I don't know. I mean, you can definitely stinker finger my ass. <laughs> I'll give you the full JFK. Uh, that, that'll probably about wrap it up here for us, unless you have any... Any final thoughts no, here, Zach? No, no, I think we're good. That okay. was a lot of fun. I'm very excited. I'm going to go watch more One Piece tomorrow. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, unlike this week when you completely procrastinated and, and delayed us for <sighs> Look, man, I had a lot of shit going on. Oh, I got all my shit. I'm a busy man. I'm so popular. I anyway, am a busy man. <laughs> thank you folks so much for sticking with us and joining us. We greatly do appreciate it on the episode before the penultimate episode the 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 try ultimate i don't know what that it would be but our what the thir- fuck are you saying right uh, now, our Scott? third to last episode of we yeah, don't okay. want a one piece that's what i'm trying to say uh if you guys are enjoying it go check us out on the harry potter one that one will apparently go on till the end of time because those <laughs> books are long as fuck uh but we're having a lot of fun over there we're very deep well very deep we're, we're a good chunk into Order of the Phoenix. Tell a friend about the podcast. Go follow us on the social medias. You know the whole shtick we give you at the end of every episode. 
And we thank you again so much. You folks have a great day. Bye. Did you say very deep?